It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's, it's not, not a fairy tale. tale. Hi, lady. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Girl, I'm doing okay. Just coming from this science spell. My baby is a sore loser. Girl, she has a right to feel how she feels because that kid clearly cheated and had his daddy built that house. I mean, I halfway did her project. You, so let's no, you wrote it on real. it, and you and she's supposed to make it rain. Okay, so like you cannot be clouds over building a house. Okay. That's so basic. Really, it is basic for the daddy. He ain't do nothing but build it with tinker with that electricity. Was, yeah, the daddy did that. I agree. How, second grade. <laughs> The daddy did it. Yeah. That little kid should have lost by forfeit. No. I mean, everybody did some awesome projects. Like, I have to give it to all the kids that were involved. And I even told Shady D that because I want her to not only learn that it's okay to win, but it's also okay to lose. So she won't be one of these grown-ass folks who don't know how to take criticism. Right. She needs a participation trophy. Not that kind of kid. Gosh. They actually did give everybody participation participation ribbons and then they have the first second and third place winners how do they do that i don't know I but anyways yeah yeah so you know i just want to teach her you know it's, it's, it's losing is an opportunity right an so, opportunity to create a rocket ship next exactly year. exactly and a tornado to blow down the little kid's house that he his daddy built yes Mm-hmm. So actually, this is going to kind of tie into our topic of enabling mm-hmm. because I, we will be talking about you as a partner being an enabler and you as a parent being, being an, an enabler. enabler. <laughs> and I do not want to enable my child. I want my child being like Clint. <laughs> Girl, you know, I feel sorry for him. I do too. I know we hadn't got there yet, so maybe we just need to table this for later, but I really, I feel really, I feel bad for him. Okay. So do you want to, because I feel like the topic is is pretty much tying in very heavily with the recap of Love After Lockup. So do you want to go ahead and get the recap out of the way? Talk about the topic? How do you want to do it? Girl, let's just go ahead and get this Rache reality out the okay. way. I, I just, I cannot seem to like scratch how, like my instinct is telling me that he has some type of intellectual disability or something is just not something quite not right there. And what's his girlfriend's name? Bridget? Tracy. Tracy. Tracy's, it's just sad. It's just very unfortunate that I just feel so sad. Like I feel sad for him. He needs he needs like some coaching to help him get his self-confidence up to realize that he doesn't have to tolerate and keep chasing after all of this drama that she keeps bringing to the relationship. But it would, he listen because I feel like other people outside of this have given him his baby mama, his mom, basic common sense advice. His daddy ain't said nothing though. Yeah. Maybe he needs it from another man. He got a lot of women. What the lawyer told him? The lawyer did tell him. <laughs> his cousin told him. Yeah. So, I mean, he he's not he's not hearing it. Tracy got that monster. Yeah, that crack monster. Yes. Maybe he 
See, maybe it's like since that's a mucous membrane, so I hear it that makes so I hear maybe so I hear that the crack could come through that. You never know because remember the thing that happened with Vanny and Vanity and Richard Pryor. What? Yeah, she's. I read something or I was talking to somebody else that was saying that she was unable to have kids because he would do so much drugs like cocaine that when they would have sex, it would go up in her and some kind of way ruin her organs. I've never heard of that. He, I, he was with Vanity? That's what I heard. I, I've never it was, heard of that. It was Richard Pryor and somebody else. Maybe it was Sheila E for all I know. No, was it, it Sheila E? Sheila E. Okay. That so. I would definitely remember. I, re- I don't know if I read it somewhere, if I was talking to somebody about it. And I think it was our homegirl that was here this weekend. Like, me and her was having a conversation. It was somewhere close oh, wow. to us where we were having this conversation. Oh, I had never heard of that girl. You sounded like Quincy Jones over here. Girl, <laughs> it might be. That might be where I got it from. I'm telling you. Oh, my goodness. I think it was vanity. Okay, so what we we gonna do things a little bit different today. We gonna do the love after lockup recap to tie in with our topic, and then we'll recap the other um, show after that. Which we just breaking it up a little bit. Okay, so what couple you want to start with? Hmm. Let's just we already start kind of talking about Clint, but are we? I mean, not is that his name, Clint? Clint, Clint, Clint and Tracy. Yeah, we already talked about them. We don't need to talk about nothing else. Well, I mean, we didn't get into details. So, so let's let's just shoot with them. Yeah. Well, since we done already start talking about them. Okay. So. The foolishness is about to start. <laughs> so, Clint, I, you know, everybody knows Clint still owes his money on the rental car. Mm-hmm. And he refuses to turn Tracy in. And his parents have said they are going to cut him off if he continues with this. Because, you know, they have the money. And they have enabled him. It seems like several years over um, with whatever he wants to do. Because, you know, he done ran a little Debbie truck into the storage facility. Mm-hmm. I saw on um, Auntie's review on YouTube that his second wife died two months after um, they got married. And her family is saying it's Clint's fault. Like, they made it say, seem like it was an accidental suicide. Like, she took her own life. Um, but the family says that Clint has something to do with it. So, I'm thinking maybe they were both on drugs. And he may have given her something and she took too much of it. So, remember mm. when he was in a hotel room Crying saying, I like didn't do baby. it this time. I didn't do anything. Like, I feel like Crying that's like what he was baby. referring to. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. Um, so the family is talking about cutting him off. Mm, mm, mm. And so his his mom is like, are you going to choose me? Or are you going to choose Tracy? And he was like, you know, I'm going to grow with Tracy. And so, yeah. You could just imagine how his mama must feel. Because I'm telling you, he has special needs of some I sort. I feel like he does. Or maybe I've been no, that from the beginning. or maybe it could be that he was like heavily on drugs, mm-hmm. and that that kind of just like corrupted his brain some kind that of way. Could be as well. So because something ain't right. I know. Like I feel like he needs like he needs a, he needs to be swaddled. That's what I feel like he needs <laughs> a good swaddling, and that way he can't get in trouble too if he swallowed good enough. That's true. Or maybe a good weighted blanket w- with a swaddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like some 
affirmations being played while he's like in a psychiatric hospital for two weeks. Something. Because I mean, I feel I feel like the mom has done everything, everything for him, which is a problem. The dad seems very hands off or maybe he done tried so many times in the past. He just like, fuck it. He might be done after the whole yeah. little Debbie and the uh, the little girlfriend yeah. incident. It's yeah. like, how much more can we take? Exactly. You know, men are easy to cut off. Mm-hmm. Women don't do it mm-hmm. as much all the time because it's just that motherly instinct. Mm-hmm. But like, even the, his, the, well, the woman you think is his baby mama. Yeah, that's. I think that's got to be the baby mama. Who's to say that the other baby, the other lady wasn't the baby mama that died? I don't think they, I don't think they had a kid. We don't know. Because this one is like a teen, the, the, the one we know is a teenager. And I think they got married like in 2011 or so with the wife that died. So I don't know. Mm. But I'm thinking because the one that's his boss at the hotel, how close they are i'm thinking that's got to be the baby mama yeah because she's trying to look out for yeah um so then it gets into the evening and tracy calls him from jail and they get into this argument and i just don't understand like what the argument was about because tracy was like i know your family is saying that i'm like a gold digger and they should i know they're saying you should leave me alone and he's like no i love you and she's like no. you know do you want to break up with me she kept asking them that right asked did you that. not pick up on that like yeah. she's trying to start an argument with yeah. him on purpose because she don't want to be with him but she yeah. just wants to get out of jail yes and you know how some people like fall in love with you if you make them feel like you don't want them mm-hmm. so that's she's playing mind games girl mm-hmm. these people in jail ain't playing mm-hmm. girl i thought you would have picked up on that reverse psychology from michael and megan that's a whole nother conversation i know but i I'm mean i saying. always pick up on the reverse psychology i see it with um scott and lizzie all day long. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> she is the queen of the mind. Man, I'm still thinking about her little, her little uh, sugar mama website. We mm-hmm. got to figure out. We got to test. I know she told me what to do. Mm-hmm. About mm-hmm. to be paid. Test the waters. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, she, he pretty much is like, no, I don't say I wanted to break up with you. And then he just like hangs, like throws the phone in the truck. Like how many phones do you got to be throwing? Because he threw it in the back of the truck. Uh, His mama's going to buy him a new phone. And he knows that his mama's got insurance. What, did they not have insurance on that rental car? Like, he probably what? didn't get it. I don't know. But don't they have insurance on their own car? I would think. His they mama's smart. I mean, they have insurance, but no, because the mom would have had to rent the car. But why? why would that be? Why would the mom have to rent the car? Because he was the one, because she wasn't driving the car. Like, it's it's following who is renting the car. But wouldn't he have insurance? Does he not drive? He drives. He does drive. So See, he... I don't know. But the whole thing is, he probably could do it like that if he reported the car stolen. Oh, he don't want to report it stolen. Do that. Yeah, because yeah. he don't want to get her in trouble. Yeah. She already in trouble, dude. Oh. She's already in trouble. So you got to add a little car bit. It's not adding that right. much more Right. She's, and she's safe. Like, let her keep making them little collect calls to you in jail. Mm-hmm. She's safe. At least you know where your wife is. Because yeah. when she get out, you ain't going to know where she is. Nope. The crack will, though. 
the crack will find her. Mm-hmm. But she's out now. She done lost a gang away. She looks That's like she on crack. crack slick sick. Yeah. She on crack. Yeah. She's real thin. Like she looks sickly. Man, that's a weight loss plan for real. <laughs> Let me get on a little bit of crack. Well, what are you doing? Oh, I just smoke a little crack every day. <laughs> <laughs> I hit about three it, rocks it today. Like I together. Right. <laughs> hit three rocks today. That's my nutritional plan. Yes. Yeah, so that's pretty much how Clint ended. Just going off on production and talking about this is what everybody wanted, right? So that's them. No, it's not about what we want. It's about what what you need, Clint. Hear us. Run. Get away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Roll around in your little truck and keep it moving. Yes. But he's not. No. And I almost want to say Tracy needs to run, too, because he ain't got it all. They both don't have it all. That's because he's been on crack, too. He was on drugs for a long time. (laughs) Bless his little heart. Yes. So the next couple uh, we'll talk about is Marcelino and Brittany. Mm -hmm. And so it starts off with them in a grocery store shopping for baby items. And Brittany, you know, alluding to the fact or saying that she, you know, really just wants to solidify that they are committed to each other. And I'm like, oh, now you want to be committed. I was girl. I didn't quite get that because I was feeling like she was trying to get out of jail free. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like, well, before she found out she was pregnant, I felt like she was trying to get out of the relationship. Like mm-hmm. she knew he was half stupid. Mm-hmm. And then like, I'm trying to figure out why are they shopping for baby stuff so soon? Well, I mean, the timeline, she had, I think she had been out for like three months. So she, she probably might be over uh, like almost close to that point where she can. I mean, I started buying diapers before the safe period. But that's buying diapers. Yeah, that's what they were looking oh, at. Oh, yeah. so they just in the store looking for diapers? They were in the store, like, grocery shopping and oh, getting okay. diapers, yeah. You know, I'd be walking out the room when I'd be watching these shows, because especially that couple, they'd be getting on my nerves. Okay, so she's really into him about, you know, him committing to her. He kind of playing her off to the side, like, I don't know, you know, that's a big step. And then I'm like... But Ain't she was trying to lock her it? down as soon as she right. got out of jail. And then you was jealous that she was hanging out with her old girlfriend. Like, do you want her? Do you? Oh, he got her pregnant. She's knocked up now, so she's not as tempting. Not not as tempting, but I feel like, like Brittany is could, like, look, I'm I'm pregnant. I really got to get myself together because right, I need this man to take care of me. Right. <laughs> so then it shows them going out um, to old, old Vegas. Um, and there's a magician. And when, when I saw the magician, I knew he was going to propose to her. I was like, oh, this is going to be cute. But I know what's about to happen. So lo and behold, the, um, music, musician, the magician does a trick and, um, pretty much Marcelino gets a box with the ring in it and he proposes to her. It was very cute. And Mm -hmm. then he proposed to her with his grandmother's, um, wedding band. Right. Because when I first saw it, I was like, what is that? But then once he said it, I was like, okay. That's sweet. That's sweet. Yes. But it's still, yeah, sweet. Yes. We just don't keep it. But... Yes. And Brittany and was... how do you know that's his grandma's ring? I... How do you know that's not a pawn shop special? No, I feel like he would be legit with that. I don't trust nothing. Yeah, because, I mean, even when she first got out of jail and he gave her all them quarters, like, it seems like he's into sentimental things. So I took that for what for what it was. Um, and she was very surprised and she was 
you know, really liking the fact that it was his grandmother's band and he was, she was pretty much was like, you know, no one has ever given me something so sentimental before. So that made her feel real special. Yes. So that was them. Um, next couple, you want to talk about Lizzie and Scott? Yeah. You gonna make me a prison pie. No. What, what was a prison? Did I say something about a prison pie over the weekend? No, that's what Lizzie was making Scott. I don't remember the prison pie. She started making it, but they got into an argument, so she didn't finish making it. The only thing I saw her doing was taking a cream out of an Oreo, and then I saw two big old things of coffee creamer. Oh. Girl, I just want him to break up with her. It seemed like he was about to. I want him to break up with her because we all know, and as well as he does, that she is using him. But he going to give himself a damn stroke keeping continuing to worry about telling her that he is broke like just let her know yeah. you broke and it's gonna take and care of itself yeah, like you don't have to worry about breaking over her she's just gonna leave mm-hmm. and that just count just just count your loss and keep it moving yes. like i just want him to break up with her like and he it seemed like he pretty much tried but more so because he knows that he's broke and she ain't gonna be with and him she ain't gonna be and with that's him, gonna hurt his spirit but she didn't want him to leave when he was trying to leave because she was like no you gotta stay like i don't know what's wrong with you let's talk of course you have to stay because you need my broke you need some you need me to go take out some more payday loans that's what you need and they need to get their checks for the show exactly so pretty much they need each other at this point to get this money need each other i never (laughs) even thought about them checks yeah can you pay off some of your debt with them checks and not keep buying stuff for her exactly like she don't need no car you can get her pinto she's stuck in the 80s anyway Mm -hmm. so she don't need no like new new car like don't be trying to buy her no bins you could have got her a tempo a four tempo and it's right it go right along with her jordash jeans and her aquanet that's what she needs okay so they pretty much start arguing why she's trying to make the prison pie and she's like you know um i had to spend some time with my daughter you know because you know she doesn't like you like she always gotta throw that that in his face like he knows she don't like him she don't even say it i don't like you (laughs) right and i think she uses that as leverage to help control and try to make him make it work because somebody you know that negative energy turn it into something Mm -hmm. positive She's like all about the mind games. She I can't, is. even though I don't like her with him. Like if the show was just strictly about her and how she can manipulate things, I would so watch it, kind of like American Greed. I know because she she's so interesting. Yeah. Like it's a interest. Like the way she does stuff is so interesting mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. And like she's literally had a lot of time to come up with stuff and figure out what works and what don't yes. work, and she uses it to her advantage. She really does. Like amazingly like mm-hmm. we should really be taking notes like because we need to like know when people like that are around us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bless, so bless his heart yes and the little son he's getting it too because that's his daddy and he's still living in the house and his they lights gonna be cut off they will be they really will be because he didn't get his payday loan he's floating money you know i know and then to know she's still only been out of jail for a week like what what are they gonna do next week are they still gonna be in this hotel like when is he going back to work he needs to get on the road oh yeah because he is a truck driver yes he needs to be getting some money but he's scared to leave her because she he knows that if he's not there to provide her with funds she ain't gonna stay she gonna I mean, leave he can leave and still provide her with funds 
No. Because he needs to work. He needs to take her to his little raggedy house he got. He can't. She can't leave the state. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. See, all these rules. Yes. Do well with all these rules. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, so then they're going to be stuck in the hotel for a while. He still can't go to work. I know, but <laughs> he got to pay for and that. And her daughter can leave, too. I know she probably was staying with the grandparents. After that argument they had last week about that nineteen hundred dollars in clothes, and she flipped her off. I'm like, I'm going back to grandma's. I'm I'm done. I'm right. There's so, no reason for us to keep yeah, having conversations. Yeah, yeah. Because clearly, you spent nineteen hundred dollars on clothes mm-hmm. at a boutique mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you that ain't even who you are. Exactly. Exactly. More like an exclamation point perfume kind of girl. You remember that? She you remember like a that. dots kind of girl. Dots. Did they have dots in the 80s? I don't think so. I feel like dots been out for a long time. Maybe they had it up where you were. Okay. Dots is a new thing for me. Oh, okay. But remember that... Sh- um, or the $7 store. You remember the $7 store? I do. Girl, That's like rainbow I used to get fashion. my life. No, but it was like a store in a mall. And I, it's not rainbow, but it kind of remind, reminded me of rainbow. I remember I went I there to get my leather pants. They were leather in the front and blue jean in the back. Oh, what was the name of that she store? She needs some of those. Yes. She, those are right where she is. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 579. Yep, that's what yep. it was. 579. That used to be my store. Especially Man. for like dance time. Give me a cute dress for the dance. I know, right? She's a five, that's her nickname, 579. Five, Even though she can't fit nothing in there because them boobies is way too big for 579. She can, she can get in the bottoms though. No. 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 They had bigger sizes than um, 579, I think. Because okay. I don't know, maybe I was a nine back then. Okay. Because I used to have clothes from there. I got my leather. Like, I had a, a some overalls with leather on the front. Look at you. Girl, I was fresh. Don't, don't. Girl, I remember my little suede shorts that I wore to the crisscross yes. concert. Man. <laughs> crisscross, how you, your pants all up in your booty because you got to wear that <laughs> shit backwards. Just wedgie. Well, Claire Huxtables, that's what I used to call them. Because oh she always had a wedgie. But anyways, back to this crazy ass ratchet show. Okay, so you don't call it Claire Huxable. No, no, she all her pants were always in her booty. I never noticed. Never mind. Never you noticed. know, when you get older, you start noticing weird shit. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. Um, uh, what's the next couple? Um, Kate, Meth, Matt, and Caitlin. So after the funeral home situation, Caitlin decided, which was a smart move, to get a hotel room, um, to get her mind together. Yeah. And so she was, you know, sitting in a room just stewing in her regret and her feelings about Meth Matt and, and, her mom. and her mom. And so Matt calls her from jail mm-hmm. over a stolen vehicle. And she goes off. She's like, all I gave you were two rules. Don't cheat on me and don't go back to jail. And what did he do? Went back to jail. So what are you going to do? You should leave. Get out of jail. Yes. Free. Yes. Get Start going, your life. Get all going. Over. You got a new You don't have in. nothing to lose. Nothing at all. Everything to gain. Exactly. Like you got a job. You know you, you got the realtor who showed you that very nice apartment. Right. And you can go live there all, all by, by yourself. Because you was going to pay them bills anyway. Because dude can't get in. No. He, well, he could get in that one because the realtor found it because they yeah. accept felon. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Or find you something cheaper that yes. you can get into and not even worry about it. Mm-hmm. You can come visit me in my apartment. No, I won't even let him visit. I'm just saying, like, she just got to get out of it she and does. just know that he can't live there permanently. Yes. But knowing her, she would let him. Because that's yeah, just how she thinks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so he's in jail for stolen vehicles. Why would you steal a car? I don't get that. He wanted to go back to jail. That's what he comfortable. That is his place of peace. How's that even peaceful? <laughs> to him it is. <laughs> he needs he needs swaddling too. He need more than that. He needs to be deprogrammed. <laughs> Reboot, reboot. I know. I did see on um, Instagram that he actually, um, they obviously have moved on because he has a whole new girlfriend. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Thank God she got away. Yes. Yes. Oh, I would be interested to see how she gets away from this food. I know. I know. But anyway, we'll see that. Does a girlfriend look like her? Well, wait a minute. He's, I guess he's out of jail. He's out. Yeah. And got a new girlfriend. Yes. Mm -hmm. They stay with his mama. That I don't know, but you know he had has a son. No. He has a son and pretty much he doesn't have any parental rights or anything. Oh my goodness. Which is good. Yeah, he's pretty messed up. He is. He is. Don't want to mess anyone else up. And then uh, I heard that the mom regretted not getting custody, but I was like, you didn't do a good job with Matt. Right. So no, no, you didn't. Because you still fold his drawers up yeah, and he's like, yeah. she's enabling. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that was pretty much it with them. And then we got the throuple. Megan. Megan. And Michael. Sir. Dumb. He's just dumb. They all are. Why do we keep watching that? Because it's so good. That's why my my brain shuts down and I fall asleep on this shit. Oh, gosh. My brain cannot handle it. Okay. Well. Megan. Megan. Like, I'm going to dream about that shit. Okay. So the parole officer and the parole officer's partner visit Sarah and they tell her pretty much what transpired when Michael went back to went jail. back to jail and they let her know that Megan was in the car. And they Oh my god, who's Megan? No, she oh she went urban back. She went back to her urban. She voice. she she was using her black yeah. scent. Yeah. So um she also went through the phone mm-hmm. and found and this is Megan. Just Megan. shows how much he really didn't give a shit and how stupid he is because all she could easily find all the stuff. And she's like, I'm just going through everything. It might be a picture of Aviana, then the next picture would be of Megan masturbating. <laughs> like <laughs> what? like that's why I don't do stuff like that if I send a dude a picture even now I'm finding something on Google Mm -hmm. and I'm like here you go (laughs) my husband be like but that ain't even the right color (laughs) I'll be like that's the only one I can find (laughs) have fun with that one (laughs) I'm not putting myself out right like this ain't even mine so if you share with the world cool it's a little peachy it's a little peachy you gonna try to tell people that's me how I get peach down there Girl, and then it just further shows how as old as Megan is, how fucking stupid she she's is. She's very naive. I don't even want to cut. She is. She's just dumb. She's naive though. She is dumb. She is. I don't too think old. she's. She is twenty eight. Just turned twenty nine. But she ain't never real. She ain't never had no dick. I don't care. She she, she know how to use that damn vibrator. That she was been, in her suitcase. Right. She's been using that for a while. But because she ain't had none. So technically, she might not be a virgin. You know, get a long ones, done, deal. But I'm just saying, like, 
she ain't never she ain't been exposed to the things we were exposed to at 28 i feel like she might be like kojic or something like like some real strict religion type family like her daddy hey, i say watch tv she don't do that she watched tv she watched tv with her old people she's yep, sitting she- with what are you talking about? That's I mean, why she got that. No, no I'm even saying, look, Daria. she is open enough to have a gay friend. No, but here's the thing. You got to think about it. She had like. She six, was open no. enough to find a woman to give her writing lessons. Dude, she's like wearing secret treasures from Walmart. Let's think about where she is mentally. She ain't. Frederica Hollywood, I don't even know if it's still open, but like she could have went anywhere else. She could have got online to get some lingerie that was a little spicy. She ain't all, she's like really naive. She's shopping at Walmart for lingerie. She's shopping at Walmart because she done spent $12,000 on that On collect calls. Probably so. so. But she still could have got something on clearance cheaper. Like, come on now. She ain't going online. Like, she's like really naive. She's, she ain't, she ain't. That's all she can do is touch herself. She ain't out there like that. I feel like she is out there enough she to don't read know. all the signs. She she has TV. Old people hip you to game. Because they've lived through it. Now them be- she has a gay friend. She has other friends who have probably told her all of this stuff to be on the lookout for. But she, she still got an old listen. soul. She's like she, very naive. No, she's dumb. And she okay. don't listen. Because well, her daddy gonna... done tried to help her the game. Her brother done tried to hook help her the game. Deep down, she knows something is not right with Michael. She's even said it a couple of times. She's dumb. She don't listen. We're going to agree to disagree on this. I think she's naive. You think she's dumb. I just think she's Potato, dumb. potato. She's still not all there in order to be on this show. I agree. But I just think that some of her choices are just old-fashioned, old-school. I really feel like that's who she is spiritually. Like, she's like an old-ass 28-year-old. You know, it's one in every office. If she was an old-ass 28-year-old, she would be wiser. Because people with old souls are wise. You have a point about that, but you know what I mean. You know how people just be country. Okay. It's still a TV in in the country. But you, never mind. We're going to agree to disagree. (laughs) I get your point. It's too much out here. But she ain't, I bet she don't even have an Instagram account. Let's look for it. She does have an Instagram account. And she got got a Twitter account. She be talking about the show. Well, maybe that's just what she's trying to put on for TV. Because I feel like, I feel like she gets up in the morning and goes to Crackle Barrel. That kind of person. And she be out there in the rocking chairs and playing chess and shit. (laughs) Like, I just feel like that's who she is. You don't see her at the Cracker Barrel? I mean, I'll be at the Cracker Barrel. You old as hell, too. I'm not old. I just enjoy their pancakes. Okay. But I'll sit out in the rocking chairs and play checkers. Yeah. No. And, or that little peg game. I do play the peg game. And buying, like, them old-timey peppermints and shit. That's who I think she is. <laughs> I bet she carried peppermint. She got that old lady candy mix in her house somewhere. She probably does. I know she does. And the strawberry ones are her favorite. <laughs> I like those. You're not helping the situation. I'm just saying. It's too much out here for her to be, as you say, naive as she is. It's just too much information in the world nowadays. That's all I'm saying. Um, I feel like sex matures you. She's no, probably with it now. I feel like it does. No, it does not. Look at Michael. Is he mature? He fucking everything out in the world. Megan. No, I ain't Megan. 
from the shore. And she been sexing a while. She got she done sexed enough to have two kids. Yeah, she's been sexing. <laughs> but you know what I mean. She's okay. just naive. If that's what you want to call it. <laughs> <sighs> Moving right along. Okay, so Megan is getting we're ready. we beefing on the air. We're not beefing. It's a, we're debating. Know, we're, you know, agree to disagree. Yes. She's going to prove to me how she's out. She's not even an old lady. Watch. Okay. She, it's going to be a scene and she's going to pull out that strawberry little candy and you're going to fall out laughing. <laughs> okay. Watch. So Megan is getting ready to go see Michael in jail with her Walmart outfits and her Walmart boots. Talking yeah. about, ooh, these are cute. I'm going to look cute. I'm going to make my eyes pop. Um, Fashion Nova, please. I'm just saying. She just need a whole new look. I'm telling you. With some new hair. Yeah, because you've been hating on her little wig. That for wig a long is a hot ass mess. It just sit on top of her head. That's because she ain't braid her hair down good. It, she might not even have a cap on under it. Maybe that's why it's puffy. I don't know. It's just... She probably got some real, real thick ass hair. Like well, some... she's shown her real hair. Camel fur. Which I don't understand why she just doesn't wear it. Like, go to a beauty salon and get your hair yeah, done. Yeah, get your hair pressed out. Yeah. You'd be good. Yeah. I don't know. She's an old lady. Yes. Somewhat. Um, so she's getting ready. Production tells her that Sarah wants to meet her. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it on Megan at this point. Um, so then we go to Sarah, who goes to her friend and is like, let me tell you, because that's how I heard it in my mouth. Right. Let me tell you what I done found out. Mm-hmm. So she is telling her about all the stuff she done found with the probation officer has told her. And while she's in the process of saying that, Michael gives her a call. Mm. And I just feel like it was pointless for her to even confront him about all the stuff she found because she done found it. She see it. What else is there to talk about? She wants him to know that she knows. Yeah, I mean, I would have been like, look, I know who you fucking. I'm done. I'm pregnant. Click up. And that was it, because he wasn't going to answer none of her questions. Right, and if, what he going to do, have to call you back and you accept the call? You just don't answer. Yeah, don't answer, but obviously she answered. Mm -hmm. Um, So her friend, which I'm glad she stepped up to be a friend and was just took the phone and hung up, because it was going nowhere. Nowhere. And so... Just like when he came back home, it was the same kind of conversation. What did she expect that was going to happen? Exactly, yes. And so, you know, she's going on like, what am I going to do? Tell me what to do. Get and your life right. Get your life, move on. Megan, no. Because he hanging out with Megan. <laughs> and it Sarah. cracked me up, though, that while she was telling, while Sarah was telling her friend all of this, like the friend kind of was like chuckling. <laughs> and it was hard for her to hide it. Like, bitch, I done told you. <laughs> yeah, shit. That's not a good friend. <laughs> Like, your, your friend's clearly going through something and she's pregnant and you laughing at her. Like, that's really hurt her feelings. See, like, if I tell you something you start giggling and shit like that, I'm going to be like, really? That's what you're going to do? You're going to fucking laugh at me like I that? I told you. Face? No, I wouldn't do that. So, she probably would. That's why I'm going to steal all your little old lady candy mix out your house. Watch. It's going to come up missing you laughing at me. Prove to you he's right. Oh, goodness. Yeah, so... So, Megan is like, well, I know she's still in town. I'm going to go meet Megan. So, she done braided her hair back in her box of braids. And she's taking that ride to the hotel for the meetup. Okay. So, when you saw her with her hair braided, did you think about Hustle and Flow? 
That's what I saw. I saw her being the girl, the you know, the Caucasian girl from Hustle and Flow <laughs> going to meet Taraji. Like, did you not see that? I didn't see that. I don't know. I be I be putting stuff together in my head. Like that was just like a scene out of that movie. Cause you know, dude locked up and mm-hmm. yeah. Never mm-hmm. mind. Y'all don't get it. Yeah, because like why she try so hard though? I don't know. Like, why do you have to braid your hair up to go meet her? I have no idea. Like, what was the point of that? Yeah, because it's, it's Just no... pull your hair back in a ponytail and put some Vaseline on your face. But and... it, sh- it, it shouldn't even have to get to that point. But if that's where she wanted it to go, because she seemed like yeah. she was about that life. But she's pregnant, so she probably needs to stay out of trouble. Exactly. However, like, she clearly braided up her braids and box braids. hmm Whatever. Yeah. 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 So what do you think this conversation is going to... Nowhere. I know it's going to go nowhere, but what do you think is going to be said? Uh, I know you fucking my man. And why is, how is that your man? He's my man. He's gonna he's planning to marry me. Oh, well, he gave me a ring. Well, no, he gave me a ring too. Oh, well... Because has, has either one of them gotten a ring yet? Because yeah. I know that I've been reading things on these little... Um, groups saying that the ring was really for Sarah, but he gave it to Megan. No, he never gave the ring to Megan. He gave the ring that he got from Megan, he ended up giving to Sarah. Yeah, because that was after they little fight, and then he proposed. Yeah. Right. But he he didn't propose. He just gave gave her the ring. ring. Right. Yeah. But then he's promising, he's like saying that them two are engaged already. Yeah, him and Megan. So, uh... It's not going to get anywhere. No. See, what they're going to do is they're going to get together and then the phone is going to ring because it's all planned out. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be Mike on the phone. He's going to be like, Megan, but I love you. I don't really love you, sir. He's not going to do that. Like, he's had and plenty of chances to do it. He's been wanting to do it in his spirit. He thinks, I don't know. They're going to do mm-hmm. something stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so over it. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? I, I agree that the conversation isn't going to go anywhere. I feel like even if Megan, because I feel like at this point we know that Megan still is going to be with Michael or want to be with Michael. Um, but I feel like Sarah's probably going to be like, look, we married, I'm pregnant. And Megan going to be like, okay. Well, I'm going to be the side piece. We engage, you know, like I don't think, Anything that anyone is going to tell Megan is going to stop her from wanting to be with him and continuing on with the relationship because she's dumb. You might have a point about that. I don't think that's how I see it going. I don't think that she'll leave him because it's almost like I can't give him up for you. Mm hmm. And it becomes like a personal ego thing Mm -hmm. that she's trying to feed Mm -hmm. with not letting go of him because she feels like. She's got to make it work because she's got to prove everybody wrong. Mm-hmm. So she may not leave him alone. No. So Sarah's going to have to dip out of this one. In order, and, and that's fine. Right. In order for it to be any clo- closing, she's just going to have to dip out. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. I, if Ratchet I was Sarah, TV. I'd be like, you know what? You can have his raggedy ass. Right. Because... This is what he's done to me, and it's nothing that's going to stop him from doing it to you. No. So, you know. But, yeah. So. But we never hear about her spending a whole lot of money trying to talk to him or any of that crazy stuff. So, Sarah? Yeah. Yeah, no. No. So, she's just like, whatever. 
Yeah. So, get out with the good is good, girl. <laughs> so now we're going to get into our fairy topic this week, which is um, six signs you are an enabler in a toxic relationship. Oh, and this can uh, pretty much apply to a lot of the people on Love After Lockup. I mean, I feel like Caitlin is an enabler. Um, I feel like Sarah is an enabler. They're she, all enablers. Yeah, everybody on here is Scott an enabler. Is an enabler. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, I don't think that the only people on here who really aren't don't have that would be Marcelino and Brittany. That's true. Yeah, like for the most part, after the whole Amanda thing, like they've been. But he's Decent. never really enabled her at all. No. I thought he was going to when, mm-hmm. you know, she wanted to bring another girl into the mm-hmm. relationship because she seemed like she was a false chick at that point. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, mm-hmm. unless she enables him to be, like, angry and icy all the time and wonder. But that, she, she really not. Him. Yeah, but yeah. it's really not anything with their relationship. They might be the couple that make it. Yeah. Realistically, they might be the couple that really makes it, even though I don't like him for her. I don't either. But, I mean, they actually are real-life real married. Funct- You're right. They're, yeah. like, functional. Yeah. Hmm. But I also think it has a lot to do with the fact that Brittany knows how to talk to him. Like, she knows how to express like herself. she checks him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, um, one of the signs that you are an enabler is that you consistently put your partner's, partner's needs before your own. Sorry. Yes. I was reading that one. Oh, no, it's fine. (laughs) Um, So in a codependent relationship, the enabler focuses on the feeling and need of the other partner, um, usually usually at the expense of their own. And we see this a lot in the show. Like, Caitlin, yeah, yeah, Caitlin put the need of having Matt ahead of building a relationship with her mom. Yeah. You know, she wanted to prove everybody wrong that, hey, this is going to work. And everything just went totally left. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the second point is that you apologize too much. Mm -hmm. Enablers hate conflict, which is why they often find themselves over apologizing. Mm -hmm. Um, A marriage and family, well, that's what Amanda, what's her last name? Durich said. Mm -hmm. Um. You're always apologizing because you don't want to make that person mad. Yep. yep. Oh, well. Yep. Two beans in a bucket. Yep. What's the rest of it, Dirty? Two beans in a bucket. Fuck it. There you go. Finish <laughs> the sentence. Okay. You think no one can handle issues better than you. Um, so enablers often assume that if they don't get things done, no one will. You gotta you gotta work. <laughs> I have that so bad, just in all areas of my life. Like, I think, see, I find, like, at work, I feel like sometimes if I give a task to somebody, they don't do it right. Most of the time, I have to go back and do it anyway, so it kind of saves me time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I do that, especially with my family and my granny. Like, Mm -hmm. even though those may be her children, I just feel like can't nobody like take care of my granny like I do, mm-hmm. and I I know that's wrong, and I'm I'm aware of it. So mm-hmm. that means that I can start doing better. Mm-hmm. That's the first step. Once mm-hmm. you're aware, you can I make admit changes. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The relationship never seems to get better. No matter what enablers do, problems continue to crop up and reoccur in their relationships. 
And it's usually because the other person is putting um, little to no effort. So that would, again, be and then Caitlin would. and Miss Matt. Yeah. Right. She's, you know, trying to put it all in. And as the grief counselor said, he needs to be deprogrammed. Right. And it's not going to get better. And Caitlin even said, like, this is not getting better. Like, right. You got to so. sometimes shun- Windows needs to shut down because yeah. you hadn't restarted your computer in a while. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. And it's it's shutting down in five, four, three, two, one. Um, your life revolves around your partner. You share life together, but you have passions and interests interests outside of your marriage. Enablers often put their own hobbies and personal goals on the back burner. Yes, that's mm-hmm. that can happen very easily in a marriage. Mm-hmm. But you have to, you know, stay true to yourself and you just do. know that there's things that you want to do. Yes, and then you doing those things and accomplishing your own personal goals makes you feel good. And it also adds some pizzazz to the relationship. Like your partner will see you in a different light. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, this is the Daria that I haven't seen right. since like, before we got married. And know? right, and she went to go paint all by herself mm-hmm. like Daria doesn't like to paint clearly, but that's something I would do. Mm-hmm. Like, just do something by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, to some extent, did I read the last one? Anyway, no, so I'm go just going to keep going. <laughs> um, to some extent, you see your spouse as helpless. Enablers look at their partner and see someone who needs help. Help getting ahead in work, help getting their personal finances in order, help getting um, day-to-day things done. And it's good to help your partner. So the, one of those is really hard to like, how do you become a helpmate versus an enabler? It's a thin line. It looks like it's a thin line. So like you think you're being a helpmate, but it could completely be you enabling that person when you're trying to help them. Yes. Because then at one point they just going to sit back and just expect you to do everything. And then comes the... You make me do that everything. You, yeah, I'm stressed you out. Pissed about I'm it. smoking cigarettes at nighttime with Crown Royal and the red lipstick. <laughs> right. That's that's how it plays out in my mind anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so some of these things you just think you're being a good spouse or a good mate, but you're really an enabler. Yeah, in let, it. let them. They were functioning adults before they got with you. Let them continue to yeah. function. They were functional adults either because they were hooked up with another enabler. <laughs> Or just because they were able to survive. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then we are going to, um, we're also going to talk about how you enable or not to enable your your children. children. This one was hard one. Yes. And this more so speaks to Clint and and Megan's family. Right. Um, so one of the signs um, for your children is ignoring harmful or dangerous behaviors. And I'm sure Clint has shown a lot of these things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this one kind of ties in with addiction, but it may not even be addiction. It's more so, you know, you are supposed to be building your children up so they can be functional adults. Adults. So your job as a parent is to raise your child to get them to live independently on their own functional like if you have to feel like you have to hoard onto them it's because you didn't do what you're supposed to do as a parent because that's the goal even birds kick out their little babies when they can barely fly Mm -hmm. so 
we got to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like a lot of people, they really do ignore their kids. Mm-hmm. Like they'll see their social media and not like address stuff that mm-hmm. they're doing, like seeing them smoke weed or with guns or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They just act like it's not happening. Oh, that's just what teenagers no, do. No, no, But you just never know like mm-hmm. how that behavior or what they're really doing. Mm-hmm. Like. They don't even pay attention to, like, these little kids who go into school and, like, shoot up all these people. But everybody's like, well, I saw I it saw on his signs. social media. Yeah. Like, you got to check your kid. Because you who else is going to check your kid? Exactly. And then you get mad because somebody else check your kid when you ain't checking your kid at home. Oh, I can't take that. I cannot stand that. You like, need to do your job. You got you got one job yes. at home. Well, you got a lot of them. Yeah. But you need to take care of that seed that you came mm-hmm. out that came out of you. Because mm-hmm. if, you if you don't discipline your children, the court system will. And... You and don't will want be that. never ending, right? Once they in the system, they gonna be in. The system. They gonna be in the system and mm-hmm. don't go away. Even and if they, they start as a teen- the lockup, right? Even if they start doing stuff as a teenager, mm-hmm. as a minor, but you know that stuff follows it them. Does. It does. Because then they hook up with other little criminals, and then it, they get out and be celebrating together, yeah. and be like, "Homie, I'm out." No. Mm-hmm. But anyways, leading to number two, fear-based actions. Mm-hmm. Being feared with fear is often leads to doing things. Uh, things that do not help an addicted teen. Um, I don't know about that one. Because I felt like I was, I had some fear-based actions through my parents. Is that what it's saying though? No, it's saying like, Being you are fear. fearing your child. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't be scared of them. No, no, you got to Let your kids know you got a pistol and you ain't afraid to use mm-hmm. it. Like you got a parent like Medea does. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And still the fear of God in them. Right. You got to, you know, shake them up a little bit. Yeah. 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 I will kill you. Not, not, that's not legal, but you know. I will punch you in your chest. Right. I feel like if I had a son, I would probably say that. Man, no. Because <laughs> you know what? The little big guy, his chest is so hard. Like, I was playing with him one day and I was just like acting like I was going to pop him. I could have swore like my knuckles cracked. Like, I was like, oh my God. What's wrong with this kid? He's like built solid like a wall. Mm-hmm. Girl, you can do that if you want to. You better get you a pistol. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another um, enabling thing that um, parents may do is lying to others to cover up your kid's behavior. Mm, they do it all the time. Yes. Um, so, you know, say for instance, you have a daughter or a son that wakes up with a hangover. Um you know, and they need to make it to like the little part-time job or whatever. Would you make say the call sick, right. to their place of work and say they're sick, or would you be make them right Who's handle gonna... that that because it's their it's the it's the their responsibility. Their yeah, because then you're gonna grow up as an adult a- asking your wife to call out for you, mm-hmm. or asking your um, boyfriend to call or your husband to call out for you. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Mm-hmm. You grown? You got a job? You want a paycheck? Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to do this stuff. Yeah, so. They need to know the consequences of their actions. Right. And mm-hmm. don't be learning your learning your kids no money. They don't need no money. Why why you gotta borrow money? You living in my house for free. What you need money for? Exactly. You need a haircut, I'll I'll help you get that. Yeah. You want some shoes and you wanna borrow the money? No, you can go out and work for it. Mm-hmm. I'll be more than happy to, you know, spot you on doing some household work that I was gonna pay somebody to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, I'm not loaning you no money. Get mm-hmm. your life together. Mm-hmm. Okay, and also not following through on ultimatums. So if you have threatened to kick them out um, for bad behavior, um, you gotta stay. You gotta stick to it. 
like you gotta go follow your word. Yeah, that's a hard one though. Yeah, because you worry about whether or not your kid is safe. Are they? Well, eating I'm, I'm thinking of this. Have they been sold into sex trafficking? No, I'm looking at this like if you have like an adult kid. Right, but I would still you. have those same concerns. I think for an adult kid. I mean, I feel like if they old enough per this article, because this is technically for addicts. Um, but there could be other things that they are doing um, that you, you know, don't agree with. So if they old enough to get into the shit, they should be old enough to take care. If they old enough to do grown people shit, they should be old enough to take care. But of then themselves. you get into that whole motherly thing where you want to protect your child. And you know, they're out there completely vulnerable to the world. Mm-hmm. And then their organs got sold because you kicked them out. Okay. I mean, it can happen. We don't agree to disagree. Again, that's what this podcast is. That is the title. That's all we've been doing. But I'm just saying, like, parent, like that's a legitimate concern for most parents. The reason why they don't do it is because they're going to feel awful if something happens to their child, but even though they're grown. That can be just the same as you sending them off to college. Anything still can happen. But I feel like that's more of a controlled it's situation. It's really not controlled. Were we in a controlled situation? No. Okay. <laughs> Not at all. We were. We did some shady. We stuff. did some shady shit, <laughs> and we were talking about that this weekend because one of our friends met a guy online. College was a college club. Yep. Pre Facebook college right. club. Flew out to Pennsylvania over the weekend <laughs> by herself. So Bless her heart. nothing is safe. You just have to trust, trust and, and pray. Trust and pray that they're going to be all right. Okay. And you know, it does say in the, well, I don't know if it's in the Bible before I get to <laughs> <laughs> doing these Medea scriptures. God does take care of fools and babies. And so if your baby is still a baby, then it's a baby and it's also a fool and God's going to take care of them. Mm-hmm. So, But I know that that's a lot of parents struggle is making sure that something doesn't happen to your kid. You know, mm-hmm. that's all. Mm-hmm. Um, and taking care of their responsibilities, whether it's paying court fines, even cell phone bills, home, making sure their homework's not late. Um, you just cannot be their caretaker. They have to take care of their responsibilities when they get to a certain age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's kids out here just who never grow up. And mm-hmm. they grow up to be adults who never, never grow, grow up. up. Mm-hmm. And somebody else has to take care of them. And then you didn't do your job. Mm-hmm. You didn't do your job. And it starts early. It starts as soon as they can walk and pick up stuff. Like they right. have, they can clean up after themselves at an early age. Right. Clean up song. Exactly. <laughs> like right. even now, if Dory, if Shady D doesn't, um, doesn't have all her homework and her backpack together in the morning, if we leave out of here and she don't have it, that's a consequence you got to suffer. Like you going to go to Effort Academy during your lunch to because, do your homework you because you didn't have time. your stuff organized. So you got to teach them their consequences. Mm-hmm. They'll figure it out. Yeah. And it makes them more productive adults. It does. And I think now everybody's like, I don't want a parent like how my parent, my parent parent me or my parents did me, but we came out fine. We came out fine. Most of us came out okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you got to beat your kid or burn them with the iron penny. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just Nothing saying, extreme. you know, you can kind of, <laughs> Teach them how to respect people mm-hmm. and boundaries and, you know, all the functional stuff that every person should know to be a functional adult. Exactly. exactly. Some people don't get it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that starts with letting them know the consequences of for their, their actions. actions. Mm-hmm. Like, where they do that at? Mm-hmm. 
Yes. That should be like plastered on a wall mm-hmm. in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Whenever they ask you for something, where they do that at? <laughs> That's your answer for everything. It's all over their room. Where they do that at? They wake up in the morning, that's what the alarm clock say. Where they do that at? <laughs> Get up. My child's life is going to be messed up. Oh, goodness. Okay, so we are going to wrap up the Rache reality. Uh, we're going to touch on seeking a sister wife because we only really going to talk about the Snowdens. Um, and then do the, the latest installment of Married to Madison. Right. Did you watch it? I did. I, I like them. I like them, too. But I think they're really going to be about bougie foolishness. And I'm all for I it. am all for the girl who's got the shade hit with I her love name. Her. She is like stunningly she beautiful. She is. Like, I have a girl crush. Oh. Like, she could be my homie. She could be your homie? Yeah. You think she could be your homie? Yeah. I didn't feel like anybody on there could be my homie, homie. I didn't get that from nobody. Okay. No, I didn't get that from nobody. I mm-hmm. want to hang out with them. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about these ratchet. They not ratchet. Let's talk about these granola Snowdens. <laughs> they are so granola. <laughs> you know what? My, one of my coworkers has been calling me a hippie for the last couple of weeks, and I have accepted my hippiness. That's good. I am a hippie. Mm-hmm. I have a garden, a hybrid car. Yeah. I be practicing mindfulness and my essential oils and my white noise at night. Mm-hmm. I'm a hippie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really like earthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was so mad today. I was reading a board at work, and they do like meditation the first Tuesday of every month, oh. and I missed it today. And I like had it in my mind. I was like, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna do the meditation, and I so forgot about Put it. Put it in your Outlook calendar. I am. I'm gonna do it next time. I just found out about it yesterday. Oh yeah, girl. I can't meditate. My mind's too busy. Well, you don't have to do it for a long time. Girl, you no. can do a short, like if you do a short guided one. They don't work. I tried the one you told me about. Okay. I was all over the place as usual. Okay. It's, it's a lot of them on Spotify, I just, too. My, my mindfulness, like listening for the wind. One of my coworkers like, well, how the fuck you hear the wind? I was like, <laughs> you just got to listen. Like, if you listen. I was like, even if you can kind of relax your mind and get used to, even if you listen to people typing, mm-hmm. if you have to be intentional about noise mm-hmm. and then just kind of enjoy the sound of that. Because mm-hmm. what happens when your hearing go out? You, you'll miss those those sounds. Yeah. But I, yeah, I was listening to one last night and it took me to a place. It was like, you know, imagine yourself like laying on a beach with the water you know, covering your body. And I think that, cause I just imagine myself like in one of my favorite places and I could, I could hear it and feel it. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is a good way. Wait one. till you get to the VI. You're going to have sand all in your <laughs> booty crack doing mm-hmm. that. Okay. I still ain't got sand out of one of my oh, bathing gosh. suits. Girl, this is totally off subject, but you gonna like, you can't, if you get sand in your booty crack, don't, how do people have sex on a beach? I wonder that myself. Cause that's like, uh, cause it's going everywhere. Right, it's gonna be friction in there. Mm-hmm. You are gonna have like, oh gosh, you gonna be all cut up, cut up on the inside. Mm-hmm. He his penis all chat from the oh, gosh. oh goodness, girl. I had it all. When I tell you, I had so much sand. It's so much sand in my bathing suit. Oh wow, I can't get it out. It's in between two parts of the bathing suit, and mm-hmm. I'm just shaking it out every day. Just put it in a washing machine. Now, hell no, I'm not putting that in my front loader. Why? Because where's it gonna sand gonna go? It's going to destroy something. I don't want it to collect. I need it to get out of my suit. I'm going to take it to the laundromat. Let it get in their stuff. Okay. Let's probably pay it 75 cents or whatever. I ain't even been to the laundromat, but that's where I would take it. I can shake it out. It just takes a long time Mm because it's coming out through the sheer parts. Mm -hmm. 
girl, yeah. But let's get back on topic, honey. Okay. Let's so talk about these Snowdens. The Snowdens move from Atlanta to LA and they take a full on road trip. And Dimitri has a army truck. It was like a Hummer on a new level. Where, yeah. where the hell you get that car from? She, she said they got it at like they were antique shopping or something like that. So it worked. It moved all their stuff. Since they got rid of a lot of stuff. Oh, you know, you know, did you ever think about what the gas mileage was on that thing? I did think about that. And I'm thinking, how much did it cost, one, for you to fill it up, how many times you have to fill exactly. up to go all the way Because you know the gas there? mileage was horrible. I was so annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had took a Suburban, too, so you know that's horrible on gas. Yeah. I feel like they would have a hybrid. I do too because yeah. they're earthy. Yeah, maybe, but they sold all their stuff, so maybe they sold the hot. No, no, they didn't. No, they was just selling stuff, but they didn't sell enough stuff because they had all that stuff to pack. That's true. And then I always thought they had a minivan. I don't know. I'll be paying attention to people's car like that. Okay. But I was really shocked about what kind of car he had. He was proud of it too. Like, yeah. How do you see that on a road with black people in it and just be like, oh, that's what they rolling in? <laughs> Like, you're going to take the car to the club. But didn't we see some cars like that? Like, back in the day, they used to have these big, they weren't Hummers. But they had, like, some army cars that everybody was buying for a little while, like a short time. What, it was bigger Humvees? than a, Right, it was bigger than a Hummer. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He just needs to grow up. Okay, so they get to California, move into their house. First, they were in a hotel, but because their first house fell through, but they found another house. And it looked like everybody is getting along. It looks like Vanessa's good with the kids. So they get to the house and Dimitri, as well as Vanessa's, you know, wondering about when they can become intimate. Mm -hmm. And so Dimitri and Ashley talk about it. And Ashley is like, you know, I'm okay with it, but we need for Vanessa to be on a 21 day cleanse. Mm -hmm. So so he can get some, she got to go on a diet for the D. Yes. That's what I say. Yes. But a lot of vegans, they don't have sex with non-vegan people. Yes. It's something very important to them. Yes. Um, I don't quite get it. Well, from a relative of mine whose husband is a vegan, she did did say it is different. Like the smell of the essence of his sex is different from somebody who does eat meat. Meat, yeah. So I I can see that. Mm-hmm. And being important to them since they, you know, are strictly plant-based. Yeah. She was like, well, you have to go on an alkaline diet. And there's things that you can eat. And there's things that you can't eat. And if it's not on the list, then you can't have it. No one she likes steak. Mm-hmm. I think she's still going to eat meat on the side. She's going to be underneath the table <laughs> at McDonald's eating a burger, a Big Mac. And somebody's going to find her on social media and mm-hmm. post it. Mm-hmm. I caught you. And, you know, Dimitri don't care. Because mm-hmm. he probably, when he had sex with that other girl, she was I'm eating. I'm sure she probably had some chicken. I think she had some meat that yeah. night. He don't care nothing about that. He's just like he just Yeah, he's just, at this point, he, he wants, wants it all ass. to work. And he is, as best as he can, sticking to the rules that Ashley has put in place. And he probably does want some ass. Because let's think, Ashley is breastfeeding and her crotch is dry. So they probably not getting it in. So why can't he much. just she could put put some Vaseline or something in there? It's not the same. And I'm speaking from experience. Experience. But it's just dry. 
breastfeeding makes your crotch feel like sandpaper. Like you got Because it takes it. all of that away. Moisture. Yeah. It ain't nothing you can do about it? Um, I did. My doctor gave me some hormone pills. I'm sure she wouldn't want to do that because right, it's unnatural. Yeah. yeah. And even when we did use like a lube, it wasn't. Lube. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. so breastfeeding for all you moms expecting who are going to breastfeed, it's going to be as dry as dry can get. Like some cornbread muffins that have been out. That's for... still a little moist. No, that's been <laughs> out for a while. Oh, yeah. Like a I didn't get days. to finish about my cornbread muffins. Yeah. yeah, just a couple of days. Yeah. But there is a hormone that you can just put in, in your hair. Like a, like a suppository yep. type. And it'll help. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned something new today. Mm-hmm. Dry coochie, dry sandpaper, yep. breastfeeding, breastfeeding all makes a dry coochie. Yes. <laughs> so therefore, she's probably not doing it with them. Probably but maybe she's going to suck them off real good. That's true, but I mean, penetration is always... Her booty's always available. I'm just saying... Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying like... <laughs> I'm just saying that's always an option. Shoot, they, they with the... If they doing all that, they probably doing something out yeah, there. Yeah, I'd be surprised. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I just think he just wants some ass. I don't, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, I know they probably go on dates. Mm-hmm. But could they go out and just say they're going to the grocery store and still be kind of creeping around? I mean, they could be. I wonder if, Ashley seems like she's a little controlling, just a little bit to me. So I wonder if she allows them to go off to the store by themselves. I don't know. I don't I, I don't, don't see that. that. Yeah. Right. But I'm thinking that Dimitri and his wonderful words that he uses could make that happen. I, and I can see them doing it in the bushes at Home Depot. I just feel like Ashley run the house. So I feel like at this point, Dimitri is scared of her and he's going to do what he needs to do. I don't think he's scared of it though. I, I think he's scared. I think, I think he Vanessa's in it just to get a check. I don't trust her. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It'll all come out in the open. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know that we're only supposed to be talking about the Snowdens, and I hate to kind of get off subject, but mm-hmm. girl, we've got to talk about the trailer park couple and Brandy coming to the house. Oh, I did watch that. I was I was semi watching it while I was at the science fair. Oh, okay. So girl, I think Brandy's too I think um what's his wife's name? I always forget her name. I do too. Paige. Uh-huh. I don't think Paige is ready. No, she's not. She and says I, several times she's jealous. She's going to be jealous of Brandy because yeah. he really like he's attracted to Brandy mm-hmm. and Brandy's attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And then that little girl, she's going to be like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a big problem with them. But I think she's going to end up moving in because mm-hmm. they hit it off really good. Mm-hmm. And Paige ain't having it. No, no. She she's claimed she is but i can i she's can see with them husband. yeah i can see for them that she is doing she ain't ready them. no she's she ain't not. ready it's gonna fall apart mm-hmm. i can see that and she might not even be married no more after that probably he might probably. just marry brandy he may because he really likes her mm-hmm. that and the girl that was talking about how you like your penis stuff. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but okay. okay moving right along Okay, so we're going to move on to Mary to Medicine, L.A. I really enjoyed how they fused Atlanta to L.A. Like, that it was, was like a the good perfect transition. segue. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did a good job with that. Um, so they start off, they had a little picnic um, at Contessa's house because Contessa's best friend lives in L.A. And I like the people that they chose to go to L.A. 
because it was missing Toya and it was missing Mariah. Mm-hmm. Messy. And yes. Mm-hmm. So and, it probably and I, wouldn't have went as good as it if them two were there. Exactly. Because they would have been bringing like jealousy. all their baggage yeah. and the jealousy. Yes. Um, so I'm glad they chose the people that they chose. I wish um, Dr. Jackie, Dr. Jackie could have went because I feel like that would have really just solidified everything. But it was still good all the mm-hmm. way around. Um, so we they get to LA and they should have left Hevlin at home though. <laughs> they could have left her at home. She she was a like she couldn't even get to the airport in that girl's car without, without being saying shady. something. Yeah. Where your doors at? Yeah. Ain't you what what she say? Are you a doctor? I thought you was a doctor. Yeah, because a doctor normally have a Benz and it's like LA is a whole different breed. Like, like they just laid back. Like, thing with that. She yeah. got her, like, a beach car. She got car. a beach car. They're like, that's what people do in L.A. Yes. And then, then. She was like, I'm scared. I ain't, I got to ride in the middle. I'll put. Like, I would have rode in the middle. Because I, I know. Because I know. <laughs> I know you would have. Where your door is at? She was like, they're at home. And I feel like Dr. Brayden handled Heavenly well. She handled everybody. Yeah, well. But that's did. the only person she really needed to, like. Call her to the carpet if yes. she needed to, because mm-hmm. everybody else was cool. Yeah, yeah. even crazy uh, Simone, mm-hmm. she was good. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So and then it, for Heavenly, it made me be like, I know you have traveled to other places. Like, stop acting like you ain't ever been nowhere, because every region has like their own thing, right? So. She'd been in L.A. before. Yeah. So I don't know why she, she was just trying to be shady. Yeah. And then she tried to be, then she tried to call it to the carpet again by saying, uh, I don't know if it was her or Simone, saying that um, you got to get us out the sun because black, black people don't like the sun. Or oh, something that like Simone. that. That was, mm-hmm. yeah, like, but I think she's black. Simone was brown skin, right? Yeah. So I was she's like. She's mixed. Dr. Brayden is mixed. Yeah, she's kind of, she kind of reminds me of that one girl from um, Housewives of the Potomac. Oh, Robin. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, she be talking, you be like, hold up. Yeah, because when she, when she was talking, I was like, dang, her, her voice is like so familiar to me. And then when yeah. she went through her story, she was like, I grew up in Inglewood, Chicago. I was like, ah, she's That's Midwest she, like me. Right. <laughs> so you heard the accent. <laughs> Oh Jesus, girl! Oh, I loved her house. It was. So I thought that was an Airbnb. She said she been there for a little bit, but I just feel like she's wearing that Airbnb until they find where they're gonna go. Yeah, it was still nice. Yeah, it I like the little guitar stand yeah. and the little, you know, the small little area with the pool was mm-hmm. very nice and intimate. But you know, you know, they're gonna be dragging her about why why she dared her husband, her kids somewhere else. I feel like that's a plan. She gets some me time. That's what I She's was like. That's what thing. I really said. I was like, shoot, that's like the best of both worlds. Let Toya come. <laughs> that's why Toya can come. Exactly. Because she's like, uh-uh, where are I- your kids? What kind of mom are you? Right. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, goodness. So I, I really like um, the one girl. Asha. Asha. The blonde girl. The girl with the blonde hair. With the um, two-year anniversary. I like her. Mm-hmm. I like how, yeah, that's her. I like how she just met them and she was like, hey, here's some outfits. Mm-hmm. I want you to come to my party. And even though it was only a two-year anniversary, I really like the whole African theme. I, I thought that too. was super cute. I did too. And I thought it was very entertaining how they kept circling back and around to the dude in the blue. <laughs> the little short dude. <laughs> like, 
And it was somebody's husband. They was trying to figure out whose husband it was. Like, leave little dude alone. He he wasn't he wasn't doing nothing. He just happened to be there and doing the party just like y'all. I like the heavenly assumed that the, the tall, tall girl, girl that was her husband. Right. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Um, I just thought that was really sweet to invite them mm-hmm. and you know. She she bought their outfit like she mm-hmm. checked their. I'm pretty sure Bravo had something mm-hmm. to do with it. Kind but it was of so nice, but it was still very nice. Mm-hmm. And um, there was one girl that I didn't really. I was like, uh, she might be an issue. So we got the girl with the blonde hair, the bald headed chick, the Dr. house Britain. Doctor Britton. It's one more, right? Uh, I wrote them down. It's in my purse. Um, it's another blonde girl. Who was talking to Heavenly and Heavenly was like, Well, what do you do? And she was her name is Jasmine. And she was like, Oh, my husband is a doctor. And Heavenly oh, was like, yeah. well, what, what, what do you do? do? That's the one Who that I was you? saying that I'm right. Like she seems kind of ditzy. She, yeah. <laughs> she just she didn't know what to say. It was her first time on TV. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I'm gonna like her or not. I just feel like I'm gonna look at her. From what I could see in the previews, like, she's just going to be the ditzy one. Like, she's probably going to be the one who's going to have a journey. She's going to be the Toya. But she's probably going to have a journey of trying to figure out who Who she she is is outside of her husband being a doctor. Mm -hmm. So. Because that's basically Toya's journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she figured it out because she got a, well, that's her kid's children's book. (laughs) It's her children's book. (laughs) Yeah, she wrote that. Just like, uh. That dude did that boy's uh, science project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. She didn't write the words. Oh, gosh. Um, so, who else? Um, Shanique is the one who's married to the short guy. But they really didn't get into I don't remember. I must have, like, walked out the room when they, they talked were just about saying They didn't really talk about her. They were but just they were standing, standing by each other. But they were shown in the previews. Um, as being together. Oh, he must have been sitting down because he didn't look short. No, he was, yeah. Um, and then Dr. Noel. Um, and they really don't get too much, you know, into her. I mean, I saw her and Dr. Uh, Simone talking and they, they were saying, well, in our group, we don't have any OBs. Yeah, group, okay. So, yeah. yeah, I do remember her. And, you know, I was kind of put off again. Mm-hmm. Dr. Simone went hard for quad and quad not having no babies. And mm-hmm. then she went hard on this other girl talking about, hey, you get close to 40. You need to try to figure out what you're going to do. And I know that's information, but, like, you don't really know if she's been through the journey and she got issues, like. Take the pressure off a little bit. I just see Dr. Simone really just saying it from a medical standpoint. And, the, and Asha, Asha did ask her questions. Yeah. So it, I felt like it was a it was a good conversation. I mean, I'm glad as as her, even though it's not her doctor, like she put it out there like, look, your, your eggs getting old. Right. You know, you getting that's old, something you need, you need to, to know. So I... It, it, when they were at the house, I felt like it was a little too much. But once they got to the party and, you know, Asha was asking her the questions about it, I felt like, you know, it was good information to have. Right. I just feel like we just met. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't like at the house how Heavenly was talking to Dr. Britton about, well, do you worry about your man cheating all the way in Florida? And I liked how Dr. Britton turned it around. Well, hell, I could be cheating too. 
Right. So, you know. You know, and I wonder, you know, we think Dr. Damon is just like even kill, like he don't do nothing. I'm thinking that dude really do be messing around with Toya Mama. <laughs> oh no, Mariah's mama. Yeah, that, yeah, huh? Yeah, they they be messing around because you know she always keeps talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like a healthy marriage, you wouldn't keep bringing that up. Yeah, like it wouldn't even be on the forefront of your brain. Mm-hmm. It's like she got to overly extend it to try to make it people everybody else's it. issue. Yeah. So mm, we'll see. It'll probably come out at some point. It'll be in the blogs. Yeah, Funky yeah. Doniva, somebody. Yeah. Um, YBF, whatever you get your gossip from, mm-hmm. media takeout, you know, TMZ. Media takeout. I don't know. I stopped looking at it when y'all got that virus. I hadn't looked at it since. Yeah, I haven't either because it look. I will always get a whole bunch of pop ups. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Somebody will figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Because I think Dr. Damon is just kind of like you gotta like Heavenly's a lot. She is. She's a lot. So. Unless she just turned on, like you say, why can't you just be another woman? She probably turned on all them other women. She turns into all those other women. Girl, I think she has the capacity to do it. Yeah, she could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's fine. It's healthy. Mm-hmm. My husband ain't with it all the time, though. Okay. He don't like me speaking Chinese. Okay. Doing. Okay. I'm being a geisha girl. Doing. Come back with my little braid when we come back from Paris. Okay. And I'm going to pr- play Prince. Raspberry Beret. No, never mind. I think he likes Karaoke Girl, too. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's pretty much yeah. it for our Rache Reality. Um, be sure to get your day box. I know, I was about to say, we got to get I our know. box. Get your date in a box. Um, getdaybox.com. You can use our promo. It's not a fairy tale. 50 and do you have a business buzz? I do not have a business buzz. Okay. I'm thinking. Because no. I didn't even. We kind of all this together because we've just been out of the mix. We've been out of the mix and we were like kicking it all weekend. We were kicking it. We were. Yeah. So we like, yeah, that's what people our age are supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. I was lazy Sunday too. Okay. <laughs> I was tired. Okay. Well, uh, we will not have an episode next week because I will be on vacay. 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 Hey. And so just please listen to one of our older episodes if you haven't went back into our library. Um, And if you go way, way back, please excuse our sound. It was in the beginning. Oh, yeah. You know, we all have them things when you're trying to grow and develop. <laughs> We're, we got it together, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, do you have a fairy moment? I don't have a fairy moment this week. I want to shout out Issa Rae. She got engaged, girl. I know. It's not she a fairy tale, sh- girl. I, right. <laughs> C- come listen to us. We're going to help you out, girl. We're going to help you out. Goodness. Okay. Well, since we don't have a fairy moment, I'm going to do a marriage minute from the Gottman Institute. And if you want to subscribe, you just get like a little daily email. It gives you like, you know, healthy things to do in your marriage. And this marriage minute is about emotional agility. 
So according to Harvard psychologist Susan David, emotional agility is the ability to apply the right emotion to the right person in the right situation mm. and time. Ain't that the truth. Okay. So don't be taking stuff out on other folks. I ain't do shit. Exactly. I'm just here. <laughs> So, you really mad at your mama. Yes. From when from you, when you were seven. <laughs> Listen, Linda. You know that little girl. Listen, Linda. When I get grown, I'm going to get out of here. Have you ever seen that little girl? Uh-uh. Girl, I got to send you that. Oh, then that's like Shady D telling me she want to live with my grandma. When she tell you that recently? She told me that like last week. I mean, you had to get her life together. I know, but then again, I can understand. I, I, I used to... Want to live, live yeah pretty much with with my grandmother so, so I, I get it i totally get it i couldn't even really be i was shocked that she said it but i couldn't really be mad right um so yes yeah. so agility um it's a process that enables you to navigate life's twists and turns with self-acceptance clear-sightedness and an open mind it isn't about ignoring difficult emotions and thoughts it's about holding those emotion and emotions and thoughts loosely facing them courageously and compassionately, and then moving past them to ignite change in your life. So if you guys want to get these newsletters, because I read my marriage minutes. Right. Because it you need some them. good information. You need them. So go, like, go to the Gottman, G-O-T-T-M-A-N, institutes.com, and you can get their daily blurb, um, marriage minute, and you can get your Gottman cards, which evokes conversation stop doing it sorry i do talk with my hands a lot um <laughs> so you can get your your gottman cards too which is a free download um and they you have like an array of cards that can invoke different conversations with your spouse so you're not talking about the same shit every day right yeah or your girlfriend or, or boyfriend yes and they also have one for the family so it kind of it helps you to speak with your children better too mm-hmm. all right well i'm gonna go ahead we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up you got okay. anything else nope okay well listen to us on itunes spotify stitcher google pods wherever you get your podcast please like subscribe rate and comment Five stars. Thank you. Right. Five. Um, tell your friends about us. Right. Because we need listeners. Yes. And um, we can, if you want to write us in, if you have a business buzz, if you have a fairy topic you want us to talk about. A fairy moment. A fairy moment. We love shouting out great love. love. Yes. It can be big or small. It doesn't matter. If yo boo took your took your car to go get it a wash Ooh, girl. let us know we will shout them out right especially if, if they paint your toenails you doing good yeah mm-hmm. especially if you're pregnant you can't get down there to your yes. feet yes right yes um and if you want to ask us an advice question send it on it's not a fairy tale 615 at gmail um, or you can DM us on Instagram. It's underscore not a fairy tale. Or you can find us on the Facebooks. It's not a fairy tale. And we will talk to you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.